It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. had a good time at Cole Anthony's basketball camp because for some reason they tried to make this weekend about something else. Anthony extension talks in the crosshairs and a whole lot more on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Magic today is September 24th. It'll be September 25th by the time you listen to this. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at LendMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, talk about the report, the thing. I don't know. We're going to talk about the thing that popped up Friday involving Cole City and his extension talks. We'll dive a little bit more into what to expect from extension talks and why it's probably best for both the Magic and Cole that last to the end of the season. And then we'll ask our big question of the day, whether the Magic's closeness is going to translate into wins. We'll get to that coming up here in just one. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast Covering every single team in the NBA to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network is your team every day. Um, if I hate doing back-to-back podcasts on rumors um, and, and stuff like that. Um, they are worth talking about. They are worth exploring and finding out what they mean. It's always worth it for me to remind you of how I approach these rumors and, and how I approach these reports and, and all that. And um, especially now that the season's getting ready to start, um, definitely should 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 do some of that. Uh, and, and there are important issues that we need to talk about involved. So we are going to talk rumors. We are going to talk about 
some of these reports that came out and, and all that. If you are not habitually online, first off, congratulations on making good life choices. Um, I applaud you. Unfortunately, my job requires that I am habitually online. Uh, and I, as well as several other Magic fans, came across an aggregated story that claimed that Cole Anthony could be traded before the start of the season. Um, it was very poorly aggregated. Um, always go to the primary source, people. Always read the primary source because it is certainly not the case that Cole Anthony is anywhere near imminently traded. In fact, he responded, quote, tweeting directly the poorly aggregated tweet, or what it's called now, saying, uh, saying, come to my basketball camp. He tweeted the info for his basketball camp, which played Saturday at UCF. Jamal Mosley showed up for it. Chuma Okeke was there. There's nothing here, guys. Again, poorly aggregated tweet. Uh, always read the primary source. Um, that's that's the big lesson of the day. Always read the primary source. I know whenever I cite something that I am not reporting or that I do not know, I try to tell you exactly where to find it. If you go to OrlandoMagicDaily.com and I cite something that is not widely publicly available or that I am not reporting myself, I show them work. I tell you exactly where to go to see the information. I try to quote directly the relevant information, and that's what we're going to do here. Eric Pincus, fantastic reporter, big salary cap guy, uh, wrote on Bleacher Report just essentially a prediction of all the rookie extensions that are left. And, and when he got to the Cole Anthony section, he kind of laid out the 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 laid out a little bit of, of what we know to probably be happening with Cole Anthony. And we're going to dive a little bit more into that here in a minute. But what caused the poor aggregation was a quote that he got from an anonymous player agent. This anonymous player agent said, quote, I think they move Anthony maybe even before the season, but I don't think they extend him, end quote. That was it. People took that as gospel. People took that as fact. Uh, you know, I saw... The fan of the jazz, uh, jazz, uh, uh, blog pitch, you know, say that the jazz should monitor Cole Anthony, go after him. And I'm literally just sitting there, like, with what? Like, again, if you're going to make a trade offer, make a trade offer. I mean, at least with Buddy Heald stuff, we're pitching around some trade ideas that make a little bit of sense. Um, it's depending on which side you think's buying, which part, which side you think is selling, whether it's a good idea or not. But, you know, at least, at least think through things a little bit. The magic are not just giving away a good young player. Um, in any case, on top of this, remember, it's important to remember the source. Um, Eric Pincus is a good reporter. I'm not doubting that this player agent said to him, I am not doubting that this is a thing that is believed by this anonymous player agent. It, it was said. No doubt about it. But why are we taking what a player, an anonymous player agent said as like fact as like, Oh, the magic are getting ready to trade Cole Anthony. No, no. In fact, as I mentioned on the podcast on Friday, when we talked about the Bud Heald stuff, the magic very intentionally bet on continuity. 
the Magic are not going to, I mean, just knowing how Jeff Altman operates, hey, agents know when you're dealing with Jeff Altman, you keep things in-house. Because if you leak things, Jeff, Jeff is probably going to give you a little bit of a cold shoulder. Um, we're not at the stage where we're dealing with agents who negotiate through the media. In fact, I think Waltman has done a very good job making it very clear to representatives, we're not negotiating through the media. We will take care of you. You know my reputation. You know how I take care of players. Don't negotiate through the media. That's not how we do business. So it's already suspect when something like this gets out. Um, but again, remember, it's it's important to remember the source. This is an anonymous player agent. We do not know if this player agent certainly is not connected with Cole Anthony's people, almost certainly not connected to the Magic. It is really just a, sort of a man on the street. And again, I know I, I've met Eric. Eric's fantastic at what he does. I do not doubt that the that this person that Eric Fink has talked to said this, believes this, and it makes a little bit of a, se- a sense. If you're, not, if you're ultimately not going to resign Cole Anthony, why not? open the trade doors and start talking. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's impossible at the magic trade air coin before the trade deadline. If they've decided they're not resigning and it, it is, it would be irresponsible not to explore. But again, nothing here is gospel. Nothing here is saying anything is imminent or, or nothing. There is to suggest anything is imminent. It is simply this Cole Anthony is going to be a restricted free agent this offseason if they do not come to an extension agreement. And whenever a player is near the agency, they become trade fodder. It'd be silly not to explore a trade again. And there are real questions you have to ask, <coughs> excuse me, about Cole Anthony and these extension talks. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Cole Anthony is going to sign an extension. We're going to talk a little bit more about the kind of parameters of these negotiations. Um, at least as we perceive them, uh, coming up. But this rumor just ran so wild. And a lot of Magic fans knew to push it aside and say, like, there's nothing here, guys. This is a poorly aggregated tweet. It's frankly embarrassing that Cole Anthony had to respond directly to the tweet. Uh, it's a poorly aggregated tweet. Um, and it's frankly... Frankly, I mean, I get it. You're trying to get some perspective. And, and, and again, I'm not sitting here to say it's impossible with Magic to do this. I, I don't think they will. But it's, especially in today's day and age, frankly, it's it's a little irresponsible to do, to, to do a man on the street type deal with this. Knowing how people are going to take it. Um, knowing how the internet's going to run wild with these things. Now, again... I, I think a lot of Eric's analysis is 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 fine, like saying that does not think the Magic are going to reach an extension with with Cole Anthony. I'm explaining my reasons why I think that's that's true too. Um, whether the Magic, you know, the Magic do have a very crowded backcourt with Anthony Black now in the fold, with Jalen Suggs who will be entering the back half of his rookie contract, with you know, with Markel Fultz and his extension talks and his potential new contract also on the horizon. The Magic do have some questions they need to answer at point guard. And it's it's uncertain how Cole Anthony fits into that. But certainly what people ran is not the situation. And so this is a good time to take a step back and kind of think a little bit about where Magic sit and where Cole Anthony sit 
as we look ahead to these extension talks and, and how all these pieces come together. <coughs> After I'm done coughing, we're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends at DoorDash. Do you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? Well, with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings convenient. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or DoorDash will make it. Sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value. Use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Limited time offer terms to apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA. That's two N's, NBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We have talked at various points throughout the course of the offseason, previewing what we do expect to be uh, extension talks between Cole Anthony and the Orlando Magic. Um, it is the unfortunate reality, and, and you know I, I can say that you know I do know that there are people within the Magic front office who are just a little bit concerned about what happens when the business realities of the NBA do catch up to the team. That's going to be something we're going to chat a little bit more about on, 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 in the last segment of the show. Um, but we are entering a really interesting and perhaps potentially dangerous time in the Orlando Magic's development and, and the Orlando Magic's um, and, and the Orlando Magic's progress as a franchise. Some of these rookie contracts are getting ready to run out. Cole Anthony is obviously a free agent this summer. Jalen Suggs and Franz Vaughn will be free agents next summer. Uh, uh, next summer, summer of 2025. Powell and Carroll follows them, and so on and so on and so on. This is natural stuff. So these players are graduating off the rookie contracts and, and taking their first big super money contracts. <coughs> On top of all this, you know, all of this in the background is you have Markel Fultz's contract due up at the end of the season. Wendell Carter's contract will come up, I believe, in 2026, I think. Um, correct, it's 2025 or 2026. I'm blanking on when the contracts run out. Um, but the Mavs do have to start thinking and planning about their contracts. And on top of it, 
Also understand that, yes, they're about to be a big, big money windfall coming into the NBA, where we are expecting the salary cap to start increasing by the maximum 10% every year for several years in a row once this new TV deal is done. So a contract that feels very big today may not feel so big in two to three years. Um, so you got to keep that in mind when we're talking about some of these money, uh, money things. But let's take everything in a vacuum. Has Cole Anthony deserved an extension? Um, in a lot of ways, yes. He's done everything that the Magic have asked him to do. He was uh, 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 relu- not reluctant, but he was uh, a starter by default in his first two seasons. Averaged 16 points per game in his second season. He's proven he scored the NBA level. Last year, he took, obviously, a step back offensively. His numbers went down, but so did his minutes. His 36 minutes Per 36 numbers were roughly the same. And he had a killer end of the season, averaging 14 points per game off the bench, shooting 41% from three. Essentially, what everyone is betting on, or you know, that includes the magic as they exist today, that includes Cole Anthony, is that how he played after the All-Star break is something sustainable. That he can be a 14, 15 point per game guy off the bench and a 40% three-point shooter and a highly efficient three-point shooter. If he can do that, the Magic have a future six-man-of-the-year candidate, and that is something that you pay money for. There are some counter counterbalancing interests here, though. Cole Anthony is all about his team. Let, let's make that perfectly clear. I don't think any contract talks will be a distraction. I don't think his personality will ever change. He is always going to be about his teammates. He's always going to be a big cheerleader for his teammates. He is going to treat everything as earned. He is not going to ask to be handed anything. He understands he has to earn everything. But he also believes, as every player should at this stage of their career, that they can do more, that he can be a starter. And I think as he hits restricted free agency, he if, if he does hit restricted free agency, he is going to hope to land somewhere that will treat him like a starter because for his first two years, he was the starting point guard of this team. And look, even... I think we can. I think most Magic fans would sit here and assess this. Marco Fultz is a starter on this team, and even so, I don't think a lot of us—not that Cole Anthony doesn't have the skill to be a starter or the production of value to be a starter—I think most of us view Cole Anthony as better coming off the bench, where he can be a little bit more assertive as a scorer. Doesn't have to run the team as much. Play, you know, doesn't have to play against the top point guards in the league, and especially even on this Magic team. Play off the ball a little bit with an Anthony Black or what we did this year with Joe Ingles or Franz Wagner running a little bit more points so that Cole Anthony can get more of the high-value shots rather than some of the idle shots that, you know, lead to inefficiency and can, can lead a player um, to put up good raw numbers but very bad advanced numbers. This is where the Cole Anthony discussion gets really tricky um, because – he has a lot to prove. Let's be real. Cole Anthony has a lot to prove. And again, it's just about making us believe, making us see and believe that the way that he played at the end of last season is something he can stretch for an entire season. Um, that's what's on the line. And for the Magic, it's waiting to see if that's true too. If Orlando could get Cole Anthony on a really good deal, they're absolutely going to do it, whether it's four. Uh, not four for yeah four for sixty, 
you know, four in the seventy million dollar range would be great for the Magic, but Anthony's not going to go for that. Cole Anthony believes he's a starter. He has said that publicly after games. He believes he can be a starter in this league and surely wants to be paid like it. Cole Anthony is probably looking for a contract in the eighteen to twenty million dollar range. Marco Fultz was paid seventeen million dollars last year. That's probably his low end, um, especially considering how the league's going to inflate salary values here in the coming years. The Magic are probably looking to pay him in the fifteen to eight million range, if that. Um, like I said, a four for sixty would be killer. I'm betting Cole's looking for four for eighty, and so the the debate is going to be how close seventy five can he get. Um, and again, maybe that's not where the Magic want to be. Maybe that's not where Cole wants to be. And it's going to be a challenge, and it's going to be actually saying like, "Hey, Cole, go out there and play your heart out, and let's see where we're where we're at at the end of the season." And for Anthony, he absolutely should bet on himself like that. He absolutely should say, like, I believe I can be this player. Let me prove it to you on the court, and we'll go from there. That's that's kind of the deal. That's kind of what's on the line for Cole Anthony this season. Uh, and honestly, like, I will agree with Eric Pincus. I don't think extension is going to come. I think there's a chance that Magic extend Markel Fultz. Um, then there is a chance that they extend Cole Anthony. Because for Cole Anthony, it is so more beneficial to play out this season. Whether he wants to stay with the Magic or not. And I'm sure he wants to stay with the Magic. I'm sure he loves it in Orlando. Um, you know, he loves his teammates. This has been a great spot for him. He's developed really, really well. We're all really, really excited for him. I think he could be a sixth man of the year. Um, and there's no shame in that. Um, but he's a young kid. He should be looking to expand his own opportunities. He should be thinking, how can I make the most of myself? And certainly, how can I maximize my my salary and you should be, you know, I'd be, I would be upset if he didn't think he was a star. If he didn't think that that was important. It's not, but status is everything. Minutes are everything. I get it. Um, You want guys who are competitive and believe in themselves. Ego is not a bad, ego is not necessarily a bad thing. And again, I don't ever anticipate Cole Anthony being a problem in the locker room. That guy is all about his team and his teammates. All about his teammates. Um, but he should bet on himself here. He should look at this season as a challenge to say, okay, let me show you what kind of winning player I can be. And let me show the league what kind of winning player I can be. And we'll see what salary that gets me in the offseason. Now, restricted free agency is very, very weird. There have not been a lot of team, you know, beyond except for you know when a team very clearly wants to retain a player, it's been very hard to attract players to move off, move in restricted free agency. We've seen a lot of restricted free agents go way late. On top of this, for the Magic especially, it is certainly very, very possible that the Magic are thinking the same thing. Okay, we want to pay you right now. We're this number, but we can get to this number. If you do X, Y, Z. And for the Magic 2, it's probably beneficial for them to play things out as well. And just, and to believe in quality, say like, okay, we believe you're right here. We think you could get to right here. Stay here. Get up to $20 million. Make us pay you $20 million Because we, we, we will if you knock these things off. A team achieves these things. If you don't, the offer that we have for you in the offseason that we have for you today is probably going to be there. I'm going to leave right now.
Um, I personally, I don't think the Magic are interested in trading Kalei. Unless a killer deal comes along around, they have to take. I, a, I don't think the Magic are going to be a team that is looking to, you know, buy at the trade deadline or do anything like that. Maybe, maybe by then they'll be comfortable enough to trade a Gary Harris and see what that can get them. But I don't anticipate the Magic being a super at trade deadline team. Maybe some stuff on the margins, maybe clearing out some of the veterans to let some young guys play because they're very comfortable throwing out in the playoff chase. I don't see the Magic making massive changes at the deadline. That's just not who this front office is. And so I do think that the Magic every intention to retain both Marco Fultz and Cole Anthony. Um, provided they have good seasons, I think they have every intention of retaining both. The question is the price. And, and again, I think Cole Anthony is probably looking somewhere closer to 20. And I think Magic is probably looking somewhere closer to 15. And next summer, they'll probably end up at like 18 and a half or 19. Um, and you can debate whether that's, that's fair or not, whether you do that or not. I think, I think that is debatable at this point. And that's why both sides are probably likely to let things play out this year and see where the chips fall in June and July. We'll get to our big question today as we get closer and closer to training camp. Is Magic's closeness going to lead to wins? We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You know, we, we don't have a lot to work with right now. Um, and so I was listening back. You know, I spent the last week uh, on Orlando Magic Hub, my Patreon page, if you want to put out, Orlando Magic Hub. Um, I spent the last week listening back and, and, and replaying some of the comments made by the Magic Legends at the 35th anniversary tip um, uh, event. And, you know, Ryan Anderson, who did a great job emceeing the event, by the way, um, made a really interesting comment. Um, you know, talked about how... So much of what made the Magic teams he was on from the 2010 season to 2012 um, was the culture that was built. And obviously he arrived in a culture that was already pretty well established with Stan Van Gundy, with Dwight Howard, with Nelson. He has been a part of a team with a successful culture. Uh, and, you know, yeah, culture started to split a little bit at the seams around, you know, just after he arrived. Uh, or, or a year after he arrived, but there's a thing to that. You know, obviously your stars and your coach set your culture a little bit. And, and culture, you know, I heard it really well defined. I'm forgetting where, where did I, where was I watching that defined it? Um, it, it I was watching some college football thing and, and they define culture really, really well. Um, culture is really defined at what do you do when it's hard? It's easy to claim you have a good culture when you're winning, when everything's working. Culture is what you do when it's hard. And, you know, I listened back to what Ryan said. And it made 
think, well, the Magic seem to be establishing a really good culture again. You know, Jamal Mosley is extremely open with his players. He works, he works hard with the guys. Um, you know, it seems like the Magic are establishing this culture of, of hard work, determination. Like this is a group that wants to win and is fighting and trying to figure out how to do it. It's, it's, it's really exciting. This is a really, really exciting season coming up. We're super duper excited for it. The question, though, and this has always been the question because you hear Doc Rivers say it all the time, some of my best teams didn't like each other. But when we got between the lines, they did their jobs and they, they, did, they did everything. Some of the worst teams you've coached, he's coached, really got along. But I think Steve Clifford said this. Um, coaches say, a, coach, a lot of coaches say the same things. Um, but a lot of teams struggled with the teams that got along well. The Magic generally, even during this long, decade-long rebuild, have generally had groups that like And so the question, as always, is does closeness equal winning? Does having a team that is very tight-knit, that is very together, equal winning? And like I said, you know, I've heard from some people within the Magic organization that are at least a little bit concerned about what happens to this group when they have to start peeling some players off. I didn't, I will talk, we'll talk some Chumo KK here, here later on in the week. Um, but, you know, he's probably a casualty. Gary Harris is probably going to be a casualty soon. Eventually, we're eventually all the big trade rumors that a lot of us want to talk about. One of them is going to be true, and the Mac are going to have up something really valuable to get a player that can maybe help them get over the top. This is a thing that's going to happen. And, 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 you know, the Magic have kept themselves very insulated from the business of the NBA. You know, tra- you know trading Terrence Ross was a big deal. Um, letting Bull walk is a big deal. But so far, as far as we can tell, it hasn't changed the team. It hasn't changed the makeup or the chemistry. None of the big players on this team have, have, have gone away. What the Magic are hoping happens then is that they have this closeness, but this closeness brings accountability. And maybe that's what was missing from previous versions of the Magic that liked each other. The Magic are hoping that because everyone is close, because they're friends, they'll be able to say hard truths to each other. They'll be able to tell a teammate, hey, you got to pick this up. Or, hey, this is where you're supposed to be on a switch or in an offensive set that they'll be able to talk real to each other because the relationship deeper than basketball. And a lot of ways that's on the court. That's what the season's about. Uh, I've talked, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, Magic's general message this season has not been about making the playoffs. It's been about playing better basketball. Jamal Mosley repeated it on the Hoop Eye podcast with Michael Scotto last week. He said it in, his, in several of his media availabilities uh, since the season ended. Jeff Waltman has said it. Jeff Manager Andrew Parker has said it. The goal is to play better basketball. And the way that I have taken that is to say the team needs to play more mature basketball. Less, fewer mistakes. Valuing possessions. Um, not repeating the same mistakes. Um, not, you know, keeping control of their emotions, of the tempo, of, of the game, no matter what. Things that young teams struggle with. It's it's essentially a statement like if we want to win and get where we want to go, we know there will still be growing pains, but we need to grow up a little bit. And the hope is that 
because everyone is on the same page, because everyone generally likes each other, they're going to be able to hold each other accountable to that standard. They're going to be able to set a standard to hold themselves accountable to. Jamal Mosley is not simply there to babysit them. He is there to hold them accountable, to help create leaders that will create this culture that will lead to winning. We are in a critical season. Like, you know, regardless of the result, the result is the least in, result's important. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. The result is going to be part of a process. And the process that is formed, whether it leads to the playoffs, whether it doesn't lead to the playoffs, that's the part that's going to be under scrutiny this season. That the Magic are putting themselves in a position to use this season as a springboard. And if they don't, figure out what they need to do to fix that. This is a season to figure out what the actual problems on this roster are Hopefully in a playoff series, you start adding players to, to, to supplement skill rather than saying, oh, we've got some deeper problems that we need to solve and, and figuring out you know, how to cut out the rot. Um, I don't think that, I don't think the latter is going to happen. I think the former is, I think the Magic are going to be a playoff team or they're going to be a postseason team. And we're going to learn, okay, these are the skills. These are the kinds of things that we need to take that next step to make Paolo and Franz that much better. That's, that's what's on the line this season. This season is about accountability. And yes, there are contract talks. Marco Fultz is going to be a free agent at the end of the season. I don't know what his extension talks going to be like. I am certain he's going to look for a contract in the $20 million per year range. He too might be a player where the Magic say, okay, we've got this deal on the table. We think we could get, we think you can get a, a little bit higher. We're willing to hold that, hold that cap room to get you a little bit higher. Go out and prove you're worth it. And again, he can prove it. I mean, we haven't seen a fully healthy Fultz. You know, the other side of that coin, of course, is, you know, if the Magic really do, Marco Fultz is about to take that leap. Maybe they put a contract offer out there now, get it done, get him cheaper than maybe he's actually worth because he's going to have a really good season. That's part of the part of the prisoner's dilemma of contract negotiations. This season, though, is about that account- accountability. It's about building that culture and showing us who this team is as a playoff team. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked the Magic. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr.omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the other places and all podcasts to your podcast-enabled device. For the latest on the online magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicelli.com. You can also check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. You can find a link on my Twitter account at philiprr underscore omd or go to patreon.com and search for Orlando Magic Cub. You'll see all the things I'm working on, extra stuff on top of my Orlando Magic daily content. Plus, once practice starts, I'll be posting some video. I'll be posting a lot more stuff once the season starts. So definitely check that out today and hoping to add some more goodies as we get deeper into the season. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.